Catherine and welcome to the group chat. Hi, thank you for having me on. No worries. Right, so just to start us off, so when do you think it's appropriate to put your Christmas tree up? Oh, for me, it's the 1st of December. I'm not doing it earlier than December. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, but a girl from my work, she put hers up on the 1st of November and I was, uh, no, yeah, November, and I was like, you're crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, no, that's way too early. It kind of ruins it. If it's too early, like you get sick of it. That's what I think. Like it kind of just becomes like a bit of clutter in your living room, doesn't it? Or like where yeah. you just a bit sick of it being there. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so let's get us started. So besides having an inspirational TikTok account, you also are a business and marketing assistant at a solicitor. So what does that job role entail? Yeah, so basically it's not a very fancy job at <laughs> all. Um, it kind of it consists of like a lot of different things kind of all rolled into one um, because I do work for quite a small company. Yeah. Um, but I get to do a lot of like email marketing. I do a bit of social media. Um, I, I like yeah. design things. I, I design brochures stuff as well so it is quite creative um I like the creative side of it um there's it's a little bit analytical as well um because I do have to like measure the success of things like how many people click on certain links and emails and things like that oh yeah um, so I, do, I do quite enjoy it because it's a little bit of a mixture of things yeah I feel like you're never getting bored every day is a bit something different it doesn't seem like as mundane as you probably would presume a normal like solicitor job role would be yeah exactly it's kind of it's a little bit of everything and yeah every day is different definitely so obviously evil not obviously so you never went to university and so what was kind of your reasoning behind that and how did you get into the career job role that you're in now yeah so I kind of I came out of sixth form with absolutely no idea what I wanted to do with my life um yeah. and I, I kind of I As came out of that <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And like, I feel, I feel like we were all just too young. 18 is just so young to like yeah. decide what you want to do. Um, I, I, I was literally all like... The time that, um, like even now, I've done three years at university and I've done a master's degree and I still don't have a clue what I want to do. And oh, you're yeah. kind of just forced into doing, doing it, aren't you? And I always say that in that time from when you first start, well, when you finish like your A-levels to when you even go to uni, that whole like year and summer, you change so much. So in them three years, you change so much again. You just don't really know what you want to do at all. Oh, yeah, exactly. I just felt like it was so young. And like at the time, I was just completely lost. No idea what I wanted to do. And like I ended up coming out of sixth form and like I was working in McDonald's and like that was it. Working in McDonald's for about a year. Um I ended up working in a few more customer service jobs. I worked in the co-op for ages. Oh, and then yeah. when I when I kind of got into like my early 20s, because I'm 25 now. Oh, right. And I yeah. think when I was about, I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> when I was about 21, that was when I kind of thought, I'm kind of, I feel like I want to do something like yeah. more with my life. <laughs> um, and that's when I decided, like, I, I had an interest in social media, had an interest mm-hmm. in marketing, And I was like, I don't want to go to uni. I'm going to do an apprenticeship. And I kind of went down that road. So I did an apprenticeship in digital marketing. Um, Yeah, so that's what kind of got me into the industry with no experience no qualifications other than my a-levels yeah um, and I, I would like I would definitely like say examples like the listeners that like you have this really amazing like successful like high level like a, a good career that people want that obviously has a lot of um, pro- progress in it like you, you'll be able to go really far with that job role and like you just got an apprenticeship you didn't go to uni so like you don't need to do those things that society kind of tells you you need to to do well I know yeah definitely I think apprenticeships are such a good route to take um for people who don't really know um what they want to do and don't want to go to uni you do gain so much experience and you do get a qualification out of it as well obviously it's not as like a higher qualification as you would get at uni but it's definitely something it looks so good on your cv and I think um, and definitely a lot of job places do you say like oh if you have because I have um friends who they went to they did like an apprenticeship alongside uni so they their course like experience ran for five years instead of three because they were only in like the classroom for like one day a week and then obviously it was more like practical because it was an apprenticeship but they still come out with um like an undergrad sort of the same equivalent degree which I just think is crazy oh yeah no yeah that's such a good idea because then you kind of get the 
best the best of both and I bet that yeah. looks incredible in your CV and if it's a creative role you can put together a portfolio and like employers love a portfolio if you send it off with an, with an application it really makes you stand out mm-hmm. oh that's that's so interesting because like <laughs> obviously because I didn't take that I obviously know that there are apprenticeships and stuff like that you can get there but it's nice to see somebody yeah has actually taken that alternative route and like is still in the same position that like some of my friends who went to uni for three years and got themselves into like however much debt do you know what I mean yeah exactly yeah um so what piece of advice would you give to anybody who get into the career world but never wants to go to university kind of like we've just spoke about like what kind of advice would you give them uh definitely experience I think you can just gaining experience is so valuable um you might have to start off literally like working for free or working for very little money because when I started my apprenticeship I was earning five pounds an hour and that just oh sounds God. ridiculous it um, makes you think like how was that even like, how was that even legal yeah I know yeah it, it was definitely not easy but you kind of you have to start somewhere and you do work your way up so yeah put put in the work and it pays off in the end even like doing freelance work or an internship like just anything to get that experience I think that's like the most important thing yeah that's not that is so true because I think that's like a thing as well like at university they do always say to you like experience like internships e-volunteering somewhere like a week one day like after uni even at college it really just just opened the doors for you yeah it definitely does and like my sister is a graphic designer and she does like completely freelance um which is quite interesting Uh, and you can literally sign up to websites put all your like work on there people will um either reach out to you or you reach out to them for some work and it just builds up and she's got like so much experience now just from doing that completely by herself yeah freelance social media um like artist consultant like she did fine art at university and then she left and was kind of a bit like the same so I didn't really know what she wanted to do but knew she wanted to do something within the art world world still and then just thought you know what I'm just gonna go it alone I'm just gonna freelance she had like a two years working at this art gallery in London so she already had a little bit of connections and now she works free well she works for the magazine dazed um doing that oh yeah 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 but then she also does freelance like her, her own thing on the side and she just gets so many clients from that but originally before she had dazed and she left university she was just doing that on her own and that was sufficient enough to like fund her life so yeah I think in the kind of maybe art world freelancing I think really is the way to go to be honest oh yeah yeah definitely agree and and you can't you're kind of in control that way as well like you're not working for someone yeah technically you're kind of working for yourself you you kind of make your own rules and you Mm -hmm. set your own like um budget as well like how much you want to be paid you can negotiate your pay which I think is really good yeah I'll see her and then like see her like maybe two weeks later and she'll still be on the same project and I'm like oh my god like how are you still on the same project and she'll be like because you don't understand like what I have to to do and then since me starting the podcast and obviously I have to do all the social media myself Mm. and everything for that along with like my actual normal day job and everything and I'm like oh my god I don't know how you do this 24 7 and she's like and then she's like this is why I charge the prices that I charge because it it is a really time-consuming job yeah 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 definitely you started a tiktok account called the lonely heart diaries that's full of i would say maybe like modern inspirational statements and quotes i don't know how would you kind of describe the account Uh, yeah so it's kind of supposed to be like a little positive happy place for people who might kind of be going through a hard time Mm. Uh, they might just need to like hear something nice some advice in that moment I feel like quotes some of the quotes are incredibly cheesy um, but at the end of the day I love a cheesy quote like it just makes you feel good I think they resonate with like everybody like I wouldn't necessarily say like when I found your TikTok account like literally just stumbled upon it I was going through like a bad Mm. time or in a bad place but I literally saw it and I feel like oh the quote just took me back to like certain things in my life growing up relationships or friendship and I thought oh my god that that's so true and I just I love it and sometimes I just sit on them and just scroll through them all and I'm just like I get lost in them because I do I do love them they're so nice um yeah Yeah, sorry go on I'm, I'm cutting you off that was okay I was just gonna say like some sometimes like they can be 
quite deep quotes and sometimes it is more light-hearted so there's a bit of everything um, yeah and it is just good. kind of yeah but it's just kind of it, the, the point of it was just kind of to make people happy how did you come come up with not so much like obviously the idea of it because it's kind of just that whole tumbler-esque vibe quotes but how did you think hey um where did the idea come from of hey I'm gonna get these quotes put them on this like backdrop and because I'm presuming it's the backdrop you're from your apartment window yeah it is that's my, oh my view God, of Manchester Honestly, yeah, I, know. Like, I wish I had an apartment window but with the raining ones as well I'm like oh, yeah God, that must be heaven yeah no I do I love it I love it um I, I basically obviously I'm not gonna say it was an original idea it's not that unique I did kind of see other people do similar things mm-hmm. um and I do kind of take sounds and quotes from people that I find and and yeah. use them but I, I always try and for things that are kind of really positive it's usually about like self-love and acceptance I never want to put like anything negative at all on it um and it's kind of it's things that I can kind of relate to personally as well with like things that I've gone through um yeah yeah, definitely so I kind of started it um but I just after I came out of a relationship because I was with my ex for six years always such a long time yeah um we we because like because I'm 25 now we was together for six years so we were literally yeah, together like years of like yeah my whole early 20s with the person. same person that was me I broke up with my ex um when I my first year of university but I'd been with him for like four years so think wow. there again like your I was with him all through college up to the first bit of uni it was a really long time and I think you maybe also probably might feel the same that when I came out with that relationship I think I was so lost I feel like I didn't know who I was because I'd only ever really knew being with him if that makes yeah sense. that's exactly it yeah because like when I came out of that I just felt like I'm so lost and alone and I was like I did I didn't know what I was doing with my life it was like you started like a whole new life and then that's mm-hmm. the time that I started making this um TikTok account because it was kind of to help me at, at first like to kind of help myself get through it and like yeah. the positive quotes were all like to kind of help me and then other yeah, people like, telling yourself like it's going to be okay you'll get through this so. yeah and you do exactly like, when you go for a breakup you do because I feel like on odd one or two of the quotes like I'd see myself when I went through my breakup and I think that's why they resonate with me so much because I was like oh my god like I literally saw this quote and it sometimes you see something or somebody says something to it and it just you're just like wow and it just literally 360s your opinion like your mood yeah definitely I I, I realized like pretty quickly that loads of people were going through the same thing and I was just gaining followers so quickly I, I it, yeah, it uh, think it wasn't my intention like, yeah I spoke to some of my friends about it I was like oh like yeah so I've got this girl coming on the podcast because like I told them who my guests are and they were like mm. oh my god the, the one we had, and she's coming on the podcast and like they knew that and I was like oh my god do you know who she is and they were like yeah and I, I think obviously because you're Manchester based yeah I feel like everybody just from Manchester will know who you are and obviously I'm from Manchester like I've, I've grown up here so I feel like everyone from Manchester knows it yeah oh my god that's so like, that's so weird to me because like I only started it literally six or seven months ago like it's so new and like I never yeah. expected it to actually blow up because at the minute I think I'm on like 220,000 followers it's yeah, just insane. insane I know I just can't so believe it because like you said you started it from just you needed um some kind of like solace and escape and in that you've helped other people which is just so nice yeah definitely and like people like really pull their hearts out in the comments of my videos sometimes like I am actually quite I get quite shocked the people just like air their like all their business on my videos on social media they really will air their dirty yeah exactly but like uh, and sometimes I mean I quite like it because either they they feel like they can either like confide something in me or they just want to get it off their chest and I quite like that I'm like a little safe place for people to kind of do that so it is really nice a safe haven for these people where they feel like confide confide in you and it's just like 
a trusted guy. And I think as well, probably because one person's commenting one thing, it's like you've got like a little community going on, don't you? Of people oh, yeah, that can definitely. Like, communicate with each other and supporting each other when they're going through hard times. And it's really nice to know that even if it's just virtually online, that people have that support system and you've created that, which is really amazing when you think about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't believe it. But it, it really just goes to show that you are really never alone. Like yeah. I, I, there's so many people out there going through the exact same thing that you're going through. Yeah. And yeah, I really love that everybody uh, just can kind of come together. Yeah, yeah I really I love it. It's a big thing about just sometimes just speaking out and just saying it. Like a couple of days ago, I was just like having, you know, one of those days, nothing went right, just felt a bit shit. And I was just like, oh, sorry pardon me I feel so weird I was like to my friends like I feel so weird like I just don't really know what's going on mm. I just felt like a bit shit today and they were all like oh my god I'm so glad you said that I felt the same and like three more of them said the same thing in the group chat and I was like then we all just had a discussion about how we were feeling shit why we were feeling shit and then I didn't feel shit anymore and I think it's just so nice when like you're in them environments where you can have them conversations so that's like 100% what you've created and like I said it is just so nice that you've done that and as well so out of such like a wholehearted place like you you didn't do it to gain 20,000 followers you didn't do it to be like an influencer or anything like that you purely just did it because you needed an escape and in that you've helped other people yeah exactly yeah it just kind of it came out of nowhere but also um the name the lonely heart diaries uh, it, it it took me a little while to kind of come up with the name. Um, but if anybody knows, like, the book, The Lonely was, Hearts Club, I was gonna say it's based on that. Yeah, so it's kind of like a play on, like, The Lonely Hearts Club. And if anybody hasn't read it, it's kind of basically about a girl. She gets her heart broken. Um, and she kind of swears off guys. And she starts this little club with her friends. And they focus on themselves and, like focus on their friendships focus on school and I thought it was such a cute little story and it really like resonated with me I was like I need to like use that in my TikTok so it kind of worked out that way yeah. that's so nice because I really do I am a big believer in obviously it doesn't work for everybody and I think some people might thrive better in relationships but I think it's really really important and I think I don't know like as I made like a society in a generation for like us young girls we've kind of always been told about like being in relationships being in love like that fairy tale romance was introduced to us you know like very early on from being young kids um and I feel like we have this misconception that we need to be um in relationships and all these things like in these these teen 20 years but I feel like I don't know if you've ever watched um how to be single oh yeah I watched it recently <laughs> I watched it recently as well um it's a good film and it made me think again like how it really is important to be single because in a way I'm grateful for that breakup with my ex because if that would have never happened I wouldn't have had them years on my own where I learned how to be alone learn what I like what I don't like like where I want to be you know just like all them things in life that I just think are so important because I think when you're in a relationship with another person even if you're a very strong-willed person sometimes you kind of not necessarily maybe bend your morals but bend your morals your ideas you know like just things that you like or that you want to do just for the benefit of your relationship and the situation that you're into that you don't disturb that little bubble yeah exactly and that's not necessarily a a healthy thing for anybody yeah exactly it's like when you're in a relationship with someone you have to compromise and you have to kind of think about the other person but when you're single it's like I I've never experienced like this kind of independence and this kind of Mm -hmm. freedom ever before and it's like I can literally do anything literally whatever I want to do and all the money that I earn I spend on myself and I absolutely love it I love this like it's like a whole new like chapter in my life yeah definitely and I think there's such a misconception that like people wanting to be single like it's so that they can like sleep around and get with people and go out partying and it's like no I want to be single so that I can sit at home and 
sit in whatever I want yeah. to sit in and watch TV, whatever I want to sit on TV and get food all over myself and not have to do myself up and I can lie in the in my bed all day and watch Netflix and not have somebody talking to me like it's just about being content I think it's very about being content in being on your own and I think once you're happy to be alone then you can be with somebody else but I think that's the danger where if you don't ever know how to be alone when you do have that that people don't know what to do it's like a panic yeah exactly yeah I think it's all about uh, like self-love you've got to learn to love yourself really yeah, um, before you kind of get into something else gonna love you yeah exactly that's it I think you really need to kind of learn learn about yourself I know it just sounds really like soppy and deep but like no, you need to true, really it sounds really, yeah really cringe but you need to learn of yourself like we said like you need to learn what what you like and I think that like is in a variety of different things like you need to know what you like like sexually like emotionally you need to learn your love language stuff like that if you don't know them things you're kind of just going to mimic the environment that you're in and that obviously like we said that's not good or healthy for anybody so until you're happy and content in yourself and who you want to be then you'll you'll be okay because like there's a quote isn't it and it's like we accept the love we think we deserve yeah and it's like oh, if you yeah. don't know what you deserve because you don't know yourself that's how you're going to end up being in these shitty relationships you're going to be with these dickheads and fuck boys and fuck girls and you're just ne- never going to be in a healthy stable environment because yeah and I think we we need to remember like we are so young like mm-hmm. we are literally in our like we're in our 20s we could fall in love in our 30s in our 40s like you never know who you're going to meet I think everybody's in such a rush to kind of yeah. find the one so young and settle down so young and then it's like okay but what if you get divorced in 10 years <laughs> like I know it's I ridiculous. always think that like fair enough like you might I always think like what if you think you found the one and you're with them for like your whole life and you have children and then one day you just turn around and you're like actually this isn't it and I'm not happy and I don't want to be here and then you like divorce them and then like you've, you've wasted your life being trying to make like a relationship work that didn't when you could have just spared yourself like that stress and worry and just that negative environment and just been happy and alone yeah exactly yeah that's it and I think more people need to think be happy it. alone yeah yeah like my sister she was um with her partner for like eight to ten years something like that like they had a house and everything wow. and then she was like one day just turned around and realized and she was like you know what not obviously like one day realized obviously there was a build-up of things but <laughs> she was like I'm just not happy anymore like this isn't for me like this isn't right I don't think this is the right person for me and she was in her late 20s late 20s do you know what I mean the could she might have even been in her early mm. 30s or like late 20s and then she kind of went through that and still late 20s early 30s like you're still not old and she went through that whole thinking but like oh my god like my whole life has gone by and now she's met somebody else and she's had a baby and she's so happy and content and she just thinks like what do you know what I mean like what was I rushing for like what's meant I remember believing what's meant to be will be yeah oh yeah I'm a big believer of like everything happens for a reason like people Mm -hmm. are always going to come into your life people are going to come into your life and leave your life but the only person who's always going to be there is yourself Mm -hmm. so true so you need to be happy with yourself because you're the only person who's ever always going to have your back yeah that's exactly it and you never know who you're gonna meet as well like you could literally meet the love of your life tomorrow like you actually don't know what's gonna happen and I think everybody you meet will they always teach you something anyway like okay they might not be the one they might not be the love of your life but you're gonna learn something from them anyway (laughs) oh definitely 100% and I think it's the same with friendships like you learn yeah but every friendship I think you make is like a friendship for life but I think it's a friendship that maybe teaches you something about either either yourself or like, yeah, like yourself, like who you are, what you like, or what you value in a friendship or kind of expect from a friend. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So one of my favourite was 
favourites was that you can love someone, but it doesn't necessarily mean you are going to love your life with them. I think I've kind of already just said a bit about that. Yeah. 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 I think it's so true. Like you could end up, you could be with, you can be with somebody and love them. Oh, and I think it's a bit of like that whole you can love the idea of that person and like you can love somebody but not be in love with somebody. Yeah, exactly. And and you, you can always love someone, but maybe they're just not, they don't fit into your life. Like you could want one thing, they could want another. Like even with me and my ex, like I always told him like I wanted to get married one day. Like I know I'm a bit young now, but one day I want to get married. And he always said to me, he was like completely against marriage. He literally said to me, I'm never gonna marry you. <laughs> and I know that just sounds it sounds awful, but yeah, sometimes you just don't fit together, unfortunately. Yeah that's so true like you just don't fit into each each of that or in the sense that it could even mean that you can love somebody but like the life that you can have with them isn't like the love that you have with them yeah no yeah that's true like you could be quite like an outgoing and adventurous person and your life with them could be just very like nine five mundane yeah and that's just obviously it's like you love that person so so much but you want something more in life and that's just not going to work for you yeah exactly and then you just then you've got to compromise and then somebody's not going to be happy so yeah it's not not a good situation yeah it's just not going to work out and I think that's so true if one person is unhappy then you can't think oh we've compromised and then knowing that one person hasn't really got what they want out of it because they're always going to be a bit not so much bitter but there's always going to be a bit of like an an awkward tension there because of it yeah yeah definitely um so next one is I don't want also I don't know who needs to hear this but that they were never going to change I love that one I think that was the first one that I saw that I was like so true and I don't know who needs to hear this but you need to hear this (laughs) yeah no yeah exactly um but yeah yeah they're never going to change people people think that they can change someone and it's so sad because at the end of the day they're not going to change unless they want to change so don't try to you know if they're they're not a nice person you can't make them a nice person (laughs) unfortunately it's so true and I really believe in box theory do you know what that is no I've never heard of that so the box theory is there's three boxes when like a boy or a girl meets you they put you into one of these three boxes one of them's like friend just fuck and like um like wifey material once you get put in one of those boxes you cannot move they oh, will wow. see you in them boxes and you could maybe move there could be a bit of movement between just friend and fuck but there can yeah. never be any movement between the three of them. So you can never go from being friend to um, wifey. And some people will be listening and think, well, that's not true because we were best friends and for years and then now we're together. No, there was always an underlining thing, just none of you wanted to admit it. Yeah. So, wow. I, yeah, that's so interesting. <laughs> so I'm a big believer in the box theory, and I always say like, as soon as a guy meets you, and like, it's really sad, and I think it's like that whole like toxic thing that like we probably had when we were a bit younger, like when like Snapchat was first introduced, and you know, like the whole fuckboy thing was like, you know, it's yeah, and thriving, and girls would genuinely think like, oh, but he's not a dick with me, or he can change for me, and it was like no he has put you in that box so like you are a side hoe like you know what I mean (laughs) you are a side piece he's only ever seen you as something he can fuck he has absolutely no respect for you and girls would think like oh like I know I did it like I'd be like like if I started acting like this and I dressed like this and I kind of put my foot down a little bit to him like he would have a bit of respect for me and he would see me differently and it's like, no, he has put you in that box since day one of meeting you. So there is no way he's ever going to view you any differently, no matter what you do. And I think it's really sad, to be honest with you, because I think it really, like, fucks you up. Because then, in turn, you go through so many processes to um, try and get this person to change for you. And it's like, why should you have to make somebody change for you? They clearly weren't the right person for you. 
yeah exactly it's like they've they've already made their mind up there's nothing you can do about it unfortunately you can't I I saw like a really good quote that was like you can't love someone into loving you yeah like that and I feel like a lot of your quotes like them are so good for young girls like I feel like I wish I had more of them in my my life when I was younger like when um I was in my like younger high school older high school years in the last couple of years of high school mm. um there was a guy that I was with just like pretty much all me through high school it was just a really toxic um situation and I look back on it now and I just think how did I ever allow myself to be treated that way and like literally let somebody treat me like I was no better than a piece of like dirt on the shoe like it was it just absolutely baffles my brain to be honest with you um and I just think like quotes like that are just so true like I thought like I could like force him into loving me and I thought like if I just waited it out or if I just behaved a certain way or did certain things like he would change and it's just the whole box theory he was never ever gonna change for me and then he ended up getting with one of my best friends at the time from school um and they're still together now and I just think again it's like the whole box theory like he's always seen her as a certain way so regardless of however he was with me he never had that respect mm. and value for me, but he did for her. And that's why they're together and still together now. And obviously, he didn't give two shits about me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and that, that's like another point as well, like knowing when to walk away from something like that. It's like you don't want to be like hanging on to him and like trying to like force him to love you. It's like, okay, he doesn't yeah. like me. This is it. I need to walk away. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so true because like, only in yourself and like people like when you go for a breakup when anything happens everyone's just like always says like oh time's the best healer time's the best healer and in that time you're just thinking fuck off like I don't care do you know what I mean like I'm just upset I just want to cry or I just want to let me feel like shit but it's so true that time really is the best healer and like I was saying earlier like sometimes you just like will be in one environment like I can't even remember why I got over him and why I I stopped being bothered it was just like one day something in me just switched and I was just like you know what I deserve better than this like I deserve more than this and I am worth more than this do you know what I mean it was just crazy and I feel like your quotes are very much like that like people will just see these little quotes and for some girls and boys and whoever it's just going to give them that switch that they need to realise that they are a queen and they deserve better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I just love it. I love how it's kind of, it, it, it makes you really think like everyone's going through the same thing and I'm glad that it can kind of help. Even if it just helps one person, then mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's all worth it. Yeah, definitely. Because I also really liked your quote um, that said, which kind of ties into the other one, like, if you don't want me, that's fine. Just don't come back when I'm happy and moved on. And, like, that's just always the case, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, they always come back. They definitely always come back in some way. It doesn't even matter how long that you you will get a message from them at some oh, point. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's like they have, like, a beacon. Like, boys were, like, born, yeah. like, like these beacons to just know like oh okay well she's fully moved on she's happy now and she's doing great so let's come fuck yeah and I also yeah it's important to remember though that like you can have a slip like you can kind of fall for it there's nothing wrong with falling for that bullshit again because you obviously did deeply care about that person at one point so that's fine but it's when you get into that repetitive cycle and you start making excuses and stuff like that, that's when you need to take a step back and think, like, what is this environment that I'm in? Because it isn't healthy for me. Yeah, you have to think, like, you broke up for a reason or it didn't work out for whatever reason. And, you know, that reason is not just going to magically disappear. Like, it's always going to be there. You can't just kind of cover it up and just think, oh, Mm -hmm. everything's going to be okay um yeah you just kind of have to think it didn't work out and that's it that's done now move on to somebody else yeah because I think that's something like it's really um oh sorry it can be really hard sometimes because I think especially when you're younger like I know when I had breakups when I was younger um 
I say breakups like I had those I've had like two but um, <laughs> you genuinely feel like it's the end of the world yeah like at, at the time it is awful because you just I feel like you have to kind of go through that sad phase like you're gonna cry it, it, but it's fine you just have to let it out and then you get through yeah. it and you realize that there is actually more to life and life does go on you will meet so many more people um I definitely I kind of made the mistake of like getting straight on tinder and like it was oh, I would not recommend way to distract yourself though isn't it exactly I think everybody kind of wants yeah you kind of want someone to fill that void and I really I feel like I needed that and I did kind of I I did kind of start seeing somebody like straight out of that relationship it was literally like weeks out of that relationship and I was like oh yeah (laughs) but yeah well at the time I was thinking okay this this one could be the one like (laughs) he could really be the one but obviously looking back like it was just a rebound it was just like I need you someone always to fill the void rebound. yeah and it, it like I have to admit it helps at the time because it's a distraction but in the long yeah. run it is it's a not really a bad, good idea um, like a really bad outlook to have because obviously it's not really very nice on that person that is a rebound but I personally believe that every person mm. like after the previous relationship that like you know like if you've been in like a serious relationship that person that you're with after that is just a rebound. I'm not saying you don't necessarily care about them. It's <laughs> yeah. never going to be anything serious because they, they're just a coping mechanism. Yeah, definitely. They're just kind of there to distract you. And it, it feels nice just to kind of get have the attention. Like, mm-hmm. I hate to admit it, but the attention say, is nice. nice. That's like going on Tinder and having people message you like, you're so pretty and being like Tom from fucking like 200 miles yeah. away. He's telling me that I'm pretty. Yay exactly yeah like I feel like we all just need it sometimes but yeah I mean I definitely wouldn't recommend it and I would kind of try and push the whole like self-love thing like you can tell yourself you're pretty like you can buy yourself flowers as well like it's fine yeah I think in like when you you do come out of something like that though like the reason why that's probably ended is because you are in that little like void and whole like you are feeling a bit down and shit on yourself so to have that person anyone even if it doesn't become anything telling you that you're pretty or whatnot I think like, I think even like getting dressed up and going on a date and having like a somewhat meaningful yeah. conversation I think could kind of be viewed as a form of self-love because it doesn't have to become anything like you can casually date and casually dating getting out in the world like I said getting yourself done up can actually be the best thing for you because if you break up with somebody and you're in that really like depressive like down stage where you aren't leaving the house and you aren't going out and aren't really not like looking after yourself but you know what I mean like you just just don't care how you look it's a good way to get yeah. back up like an hour and into society and with one step in front of the other and then the next thing you know like you run in and you're fine yeah exactly and it, it really like it does build your confidence as well just pushing yourself out there meeting new people that you never would have met before um it definitely builds your confidence you might put them in the box of friendship and then their friend might be the love of your life <laughs> yeah exactly there you go you never know like it's so true like I think a lot of um like my friend and my friendships friends like we've met other people obviously through them who then like have ended up being like my friend's boyfriends and stuff like that oh yeah oh yeah see that is like a really good way to meet people is like meeting them through other people rather than just meeting them online because I think at the at the minute the only way you can meet people is online <laughs> yeah it's so true but I feel like I don't know because I was never really that obviously because I'm too young for it like you know going to clubs and then like like meeting mm. somebody in a, in a club I was either in a relationship or like Covid happened um yeah I couldn't do that but I I just could never imagine like meeting someone in a club or like on a night out or like at an event and then being with them but I do know friends, yeah. friends who like met people at like warehouse projects and like four years later they're still together do you know what I mean oh yeah yeah I don't know meeting someone in a club I don't know if they're if that's the kind of person that you know you'd want to be with forever I don't I know think, like somebody it's bad to say but somebody who I'm meeting in the club on like a Saturday night isn't my future hubby do you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly it's really <laughs> and not. you just have to think you think like if he's out 
every Saturday night how many girls is he pulling like every week like how many girls is he like doing the same things with that he's doing with you like you yeah, just don't like, know what number am I of the week like yeah exactly God knows. yeah and then you've got to think about things like so is he a serial killer like am I actually going to be on the news dead yeah because <laughs> I go yeah. back to his boy's house or like oh my god then, like, yeah is he even gonna have his own place does he have flatmates does he live at home with his parents like god knows like and you just think oh my like, god so gross. he could just have like a disgusting room and you just sit back and you just think you know what i'm gonna sit this one out it's not worth it yeah oh my god it's the same with tinder as well like you do have to be careful who you are going to meet up with because you never know who these people actually are i think people put out their best self on their like profiles oh, but you don't actually know who you're meeting Definitely, like I know when I was at uni um, and I was like going on random Tinder dates just for the fun of it and like, or like we would like, my, me and my different friends like would have like a boy round or whatever just like from Tinder or whatever website apps we were using at the time and like yeah. and sometimes I'd like get halfway to being on the date and I'd actually think this person could be a catfish, like yeah. this person, <laughs> like if I'm just going to their house, like this person could actually be like a an axe killer and just like locked me in the house and I could never see him again so then we started like sharing our locations with each other and we'd like you know message every so many hours and like every two hours and then we'd be like okay like it's fine they're not like a weirdo do you know what I mean yeah yeah and still like I feel like most psychopaths and like serial killers like their wives didn't know what they were doing so they could still be crazy and you don't even know yeah, that's actually, it's actually quite scary. I think and you have to like, like you're like, oh shit. Yeah, you have to have a lot of trust in people, I think. And that's why, like, if I'm meeting someone for the first time, I'm like, we're meeting in a public place. Yeah. Like during the day would be nice, like Good not at day, night. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, at least like the first time. <laughs> Second time, I'll come back to your house once I know you're not a killer. First, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> So where do you see the TikTok account going, like, in, like, I don't even know, like, five years? Do you see it going further? Do you, because I feel like you'd be quite good giving, like, a TED Talk kind of thing, like a motivational women's talk. Oh, my God. Yeah, do you know, honestly, like, that sounds incredible. I'm such a shy person. Like, this is why, like, I I haven't yet, like, put my face out there on my TikTok. I'm a little Because I'm just, (laughs) yeah, I'm just, like, I don't know. I'm just quite a a shy person. And, like, I don't know Mm -hmm. if I could push myself to do something like that. But I guess, like, the thing is, you're never going to go far in life if you don't push yourself. Like, you have to go out of your comfort zone. You have to put yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So maybe, I I mean, yeah. Now, like, obviously, we don't know each other at all. We've never met before. Mm. We're not here. Obviously, we can't see each other's faces. I do do this podcast. I'm I'm a semi-confident person in the sense of, well, I'm just a quite confident out there person. But, like, for me to do, like, a motivational speak or talk, like, even, like, you know, public speaking at university would have to do presentations. Mm oh my god I absolutely hated it like I'm so awkward like I stutter I get really hot and sweaty it's just a nightmare situation so I feel like because you were willing to like push yourself to do this I feel like you could push yourself to do that yeah I don't know maybe yeah because I think yeah this is literally the first podcast I've ever done and I feel like I, I, I was so nervous to do it but now like when I'm doing it it's actually not as bad as I thought it was gonna yeah. be like I don't like think everybody... I don't think I'm coming across that awkward <laughs> yeah no like yeah you literally so fine and I think everybody like I have one as a guest like a lot of people haven't really done anything like this before so everybody's a bit the same like oh I'm a bit scared I'm a bit nervous like I've got um, an episode coming out in a couple of weeks with um, a woman it's like about, about mind body and soul like spirituality she's mm-hmm. um, a Reiki master and she was so nervous. I think she she does Reiki and yoga and teaches Zumba to like classes of like hundreds of people. And she was so nervous and scared to do it. And I think people just don't realise that once you get going, it really, like you forget you're speaking into a microphone that it's for a podcast and it's literally just having a conversation with a new friend. Yeah, yeah, that's literally it. And, and you just have to push yourself to do it, literally just do it. And like, even with my TikTok, when I started doing it, 
I didn't tell anybody like everyone in my real life like all my friends in real life didn't have a clue that I was doing this TikTok I just kind of kept it to myself and I don't know why I guess I was just kind of shy about putting myself out there even yeah. though I wasn't like my face wasn't on my TikTok not yet anyway maybe at some point I will film videos of me like talking to the camera maybe that's like the next step um to try and do that but yeah then I kind of once I hit like quite a big milestone I was like okay maybe I should start telling people and I put it on my Instagram um and a few people kind of messaged me like oh wow this is incredible and I was like oh my god why didn't I share it sooner like it just sounds like so stupid so yeah I, I mean everybody who is listening right now this is your sign literally just put yourself out there don't be scared and do it because literally just do it stop caring what other people think because it could literally turn into like the biggest thing you have ever done yeah and you'll only ever regret the decisions that you don't make and the things yeah. that you don't do everything that you do you can't regret it because you've done it you've took that chance if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out at least you can like die one day at peace knowing that you did everything you can and everything that you wanted to do yeah that's exactly it like you just have to do it don't think about it too much <laughs> so have you not had like not necessarily like brands but have you not had like anybody reach out to you or um, I've had a few people I had I had one brand they're, they're like um, a clothing company in America and they sent yeah. me some products and I did um, one video for them so that was quite cool because they had like two million followers on Instagram and I was like oh, wow yeah, this is like that's crazy but they had followers like um, Ariana Grande followed them so I was like wow this is like a legit brand yeah um, and then I had one other person kind of reach out to me he said he wanted to record a sound for me to use and I was like oh that's quite cool and I think he he's like an entrepreneur he's he was on Dragon's Den or something like that so I haven't done yeah that is that was pretty cool I haven't done that one yet I'm waiting for them to like send me the sound to use Mm -hmm. but yeah other than that I've not had like many people reach out but maybe it is because nobody really knows who I am like behind these like videos of my of the sky now that you've done this maybe you need to do like a tiktok just uh, maybe like a little series just of like who you are why you did it and just kind of like talk about what you said on here that like you went for a breakup and that everybody feels the same way and that it's a safe space where you want people to be able to um discuss these things and like who knows you'll like start like a whole movement yeah maybe Maybe. i don't know yeah that that's yeah that maybe that is the next step and I just never thought it it would like blow up as much as it has in the last like six months it's just it's crazy it is crazy but I'm um very happy for you that it has done because I managed to find Mm. it and if it wouldn't yeah probably would never stumbled across it so I'm grateful for that and I'm sure like I said a lot of other people are grateful because as it seems that you've you've helped a lot of other people with how just like relatable and stuff is yeah definitely like that obviously it was never I never intended for that to happen but the fact that if it can just help one person that's amazing let alone 200,000 people I know it is just so it must be so insane to like say that number yeah like I I don't even know what that looks like like looking at 220,000 people I have no idea how many that is literally I've got my brain can't even (laughs) yeah put it together god it's such a large number um yeah but yeah it is it's nice to kind of um bring people together I don't know like you said before it is like a little community of everyone who kind of we've all gone through things um and we all just want a little bit a little bit of happiness we just want like a little quote every now and then just to pick us up you oh my make, god <laughs> I don't know if anybody would buy it the lonely hearts merch oh my god people would defo buy it you could have like oh my God. embroidered onto like jumpers and hoodies and t-shirts and like tote bags and, and planners and like water bottles. Oh my God, this would be so great. I think you should. Oh my it. God. I feel like I'm just throwing all these ideas <laughs> and be like, you need to do this. Yeah. Oh my God, this is too much for me. <laughs> I'm going to have like, to write it all down. Even the evening, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, maybe. I need, I, I feel like there's so much I could do. 
um yeah, I just don't really know it's just so new to me at the minute like obviously I do work in marketing like I've got that kind of background but I wouldn't really know how to what to do with TikTok I'm sure there's a lot that I can do I just need to like sit down and like plan, plan things yeah it's hard to just I feel like the new things are popping up every day aren't they like trends and features and yeah it's hard to stay on top of it all but I feel like, yeah, you've definitely got that background in marketing and a little bit in social media. So I'm sure there probably may be somebody in like another business who you like might have met through being in the business world of that sector who could probably give you some tips and advice and maybe even help you with it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe maybe I need to like reach out to brands and start asking asking to do a collab with them because that's something that I've not done yet. I've I've been waiting for people to come to me. I've not gone and like gone out there to anybody else yet. Yeah, I think you should definitely uh maybe you know what? Obviously it's just a TikTok account for now. Why don't you make an Instagram account for it as well? Yeah, I did think about that, but I was thinking about Instagram. The post, just the quote post, and on just literally like take a picture, put them on the black mm. screen, just literally upload them all on the Instagram. And then I think then from that as well, then you could like message brands and be like, oh, hey, we'd like to do a collab or a gifted post. And you could obviously only do it with brands that like resonate with you, with what your kind of brand, the lonely half is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, oh, yeah, I'm, I might give that a go. I did think about Instagram, but I think it's a lot harder to gain a following on Instagram because I think well, on TikTok it is actually quite easy. On TikTok, all you just have yeah. to do is post a post about you can now be found on Instagram and I'm sure so many people would probably follow and like it. Yeah, no, yeah, they probably would. I can't imagine why they wouldn't when you've already, because you've already got that following on Instagram, um, TikTok. I can't imagine why they wouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, that is true. Maybe that's the next step. Me being a little, like, a business manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, these are the things you need to do. Yeah, oh, my God. Um. Well, I think that's everything, to be honest. So um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've really enjoyed having you on it and just talking about all these things. I feel like, yeah. I feel like I've known you for ages. Like, it's just kind yeah. of an old friend. It's been really nice. <laughs> Hello, yeah, no, thank you for having me on. This has been really good and it it really has like pushed me out of my comfort zone and maybe this is the start of like me doing more and like pushing myself more. This is all what the group chat is about. Yeah, this is it. <laughs>